You're listening to the Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast. I'm your host, Angela Sanchez, beauty business mentor and founder of Beauty Business Co. I want you to believe that you can achieve anything if you set your mind to it. I'll be interviewing leading beauty industry professionals and discovering exactly what drove them to becoming the hashtag beauty boss they are today. Are you ready to be inspired? You're listening to episode two of Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast with today's guest, Elle Wilson, beauty industry leader, creator of True Brow, founder of Brow Secrets International, and author of The Power Shift. I was honored when Elle accepted my invitation to come onto the podcast. It's become clear to me that Elle's message goes beyond just having a successful business, but empowers us to dig deeper, to find our core values and build up our characters, which will allow us to have deep and meaningful relationships. I know you're going to love Elle's Beauty Boss journey, so stick around to the end for your chance to win Elle's soon-to-be-released book, The Power Shift. So get ready to be inspired wherever you may be listening to and enjoy. Hi, Elle. Welcome to my virtual beauty lounge. Hi, Angela. Thank you so much. Thanks for inviting me. This is wonderful. I'm so, so excited to have you here on the show. I think I came across you, uh, maybe it was back in November, and I just really loved the concept that you had around your um, true brow system. So it led me into following all the pages that you have because you've got a few things in the works. And I just really loved the inspiring content that you were putting out in front of your audience every day and the mindset shifts. I know that um, a lot of the listeners will probably be having that mean girl come into their minds every so often to tell them they might not be good enough or they um, need to have some better confidence and things. So you really ticked a lot of those boxes from me and I've sort of been addicted to listening to your content ever since. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, well, that's so sweet. I love that. I love getting that feedback because it's so important because, you know, we could talk about so many things, but if they're not relevant to people, if they're not impacting them or giving them that internal shift, then, you know, they're just words. So that's so beautiful. Yes, I did see you starting to pop up and I, it was really lovely. So that, that's just great. Well, social media definitely has its way of finding people that we actually like to get in front of our eyes. Yes. So I just wanted to say I am so, so grateful that we've been able to connect and have this opportunity to share your inspiring beauty boss journey with my listeners. So I'll kick it off with asking you, what would be your definition of a hashtag beauty boss? Mm. I think someone that really is uh, inspired to lead because I think that uh, whether you're leading yourself every single day, we have to lead ourselves in a very, very um, meaningful way or whether you, you know, you have to start there. You have to actually be your own best, kindest, most powerful boss before you can actually go out there and start anything in the world. So I think it always starts from within. Um, I hope I'm answering your, your question. So yeah. I, I think really, really uh, wanting to learn how to uh, to be a great leader, uh, a leader that is empathic, that is understanding, that is compassionate, that is really looked up to, respected, 
um, that offers other people dignity. I mean, for me, that is the beginning. And we haven't really been doing that in the beauty industry and, and in the world. You know, we've forgotten mm-hmm. what it really means to be. And this is not everyone. Of course, there are amazing people in the world. But, you know, for um, a lot of the time when we're actually beginning to learn or we want something like that, like we want to step into being a beauty boss, it's very, very important that we understand that it's our development, our evolution, our growth as a human being that is going to allow us to extend and impact the lives of others because, you know, that's what a beauty boss does. Whether you're impacting the life of your team that you're going to build or your clients or your suppliers... I mean, that is what we do when we're in business. We, we have to learn how to do that. And then, you know, hashtag beauty boss is cool. I love it. But, you know, you've got to do it right because if you want it to be meaningful and nurturing and for you to have be really, truly successful in anything that you're doing, you know, in the world really and with your life. Yeah. I 100% agree with you, Elle. And I think, um, I think another thing too that is, is kind of really really important when we're speaking about that is that people people don't necessarily they don't feel our words they feel they feel us so we can say words and we can and they can be leaving you know they're almost like coming out of our mouths but that doesn't mean they land anywhere or impact people if they're not authentic and they're not coming from a place of real honesty and and I think that learning how to really become that woman is what I'm completely, absolutely devoted to, you know, and, and in sharing how to, for women how to do that in any industry, in any business that they're doing, but of course we're talking about beauty right now. Um, I think that, you know, words are not, words are very significant because they can have an impact, but there's something more that has an even, even a more powerful impact, and that's where you're coming from when you're communicating. I think that's really, really key. That's so encouraging, Elle. Thank you so much for sharing that. I think our listeners will feel the same way as well. That's probably why I was so drawn to you with your lives and everything as well, because you really do come from a place of authenticity. Thanks, Angela. So now, you are a beauty therapist, aren't you? Correct. I am. I have been for 30 years, actually. That's amazing. Long time, isn't it? It's a long time. (laughs) So I would absolutely love for you to share your story with the listeners starting, yeah, way back when you actually made the choice to choose beauty therapy as Mm. your career path. Well, you know, that's that's an interesting story and I won't take up too much time with that because it, it really, for me, I fell into it, I have to say, and, and, and can do we ever really fall into anything? I mean, I, I never ever in my wildest dreams thought that I was going to become a beauty therapist. It's not like I used to put makeup on when I was a little girl. I used to pluck a, an eyebrow hair out and just cringe and think, oh, I don't want it, that hurts too much, I'm not doing that, you know. <laughs> I, I just didn't have that in me, you know. I had so many other... Uh, you know, I wanted to do law, I wanted to, I was just, I was such a good student and uh, I, I just, I, I really wasn't thinking of beauty in, in all honesty. And then um, I, my sister had a beauty salon, she had a hairdressing salon, very, very successful. And I was kind of in a little bit of a limbo. I was in a, I was still trying to think of, you know, where, what direction I was going to take. And uh, all of a sudden there she was saying to me, you know what, let me just pay for your course, go and do it and then buy the salon, go in and just go for it. And I thought, what? Like it was really for me just like so, you know, left field. It came from left field and I thought, well, okay then. And I thought, why not give it a try? And so there I was just, you know, immersing myself and at 21 having my own salon and had just been newly married 
and really realizing, wow, I'm, I'm actually these women uh, are taking my direction, and uh, you know, my clients. I started to really fall in love with them, and I, I started to recognize that what I was doing had a lot of meaning. I added a lot of meaning to it too because I researched things a lot. I became an avid researcher. I wanted to always create a very authentic connection and relationship with all of my clients. So for me, even back then, uh, which, and it actually, that even got even stronger after I had my first child, when I had uh, Yanni when I was like 25, 26, uh, it became even stronger in me because I had this child that I was raising and so I, I wanted to research, I wanted to look into products, into what was in them. And, and so for me, my, my relationship with beauty therapy, it did, I guess it wouldn't matter what anything that I did, I would probably have done the same thing. Everything came back to authenticity, real relationships, real connections, and that the information I was giving was absolutely 100% um, you know, impacting the other person in a very powerful and wonderful way. So that's really my story about beauty therapy. And I, I, I stepped into, you know, ran very successful salons for in my, you know, right throughout until I was 30. Then I stepped out of the industry for a while and then I came back in again. And yeah, so that's, that's really, that was my path actually, Angela. And so it wasn't something like, you know how some girls just want to be a beauty therapist forever. <laughs> was, mm-hmm. That really wasn't how it worked for me. And, and my life has been a little bit like that. You know, I love the way that I can just move in that way. And, and it's, it's an adventure. It's, it's really exciting. That's great. Awesome. So from there, you now have this incredible L. Wilson umbrella. Would you please give the listeners an insight into what you're doing within the beauty industry now? Um, what we're doing right now for the industry with Brow Secrets International is we've changed a lot of things, I have to say. So we've changed a lot of things from the perspective of um, really following through on my vision, for example, which initially was really to give every beauty professional the opportunity to actually um, be able to give women the most beautiful brows in the world, regardless of what that meant, whether it was that they um, uh, were transforming brows that were, you know, just ordinary, they didn't really have a really amazing shape, um, whether it's restoration, whether it was whatever, it didn't really matter exactly what it was that they they were doing, but that they, uh, what the brow needed, but that they could perform the service so that they really could, you know, I guess what we do is we really create the world's top brow designers. So for me, uh, last year, we did a little bit of a U-turn, a little bit of a detour, and hmm, this year we've decided that, you know, for the vision to actually become a reality, which was to to give that to the beauty industry, that we would um, we're just going to go out and really begin to train more and more beauty professionals, at least in the uh, from the whole perspective of brow design, and then move into if they're open to restoration, transformation, correction. You know, we're really dealing with a, a brow Seeds international with a, a really big sort of kind of. Um, uh, a really big hole in the industry. There are brow trainings that are out there, but there's really none that are as extensive as ours. You know, for me, Angela, when I think of a brow, someone that's doing brows, someone that's a brow designer, I think of them as someone that wants to become a fashion designer. So what do they do? They go into a three years of schooling. 
Um, you know, and we're talking about brows on a woman's face. I mean, that, not a dress that comes off and then you can throw it out, but we're talking about something that is inherently going to be on a woman's face for the rest of her life. And what is absolutely key in that is that whoever's working on those brows knows how to, you know, that is educating themselves and knows how to produce a result that women are wanting and deserve. So Brow Secrets International for me, it's a really big year um, and of course True Brow, our consumer brand, which our uh, brow designers, True Brow Specialists actually offer to, you know, it's a premium brow brand. That's very exciting for us. We've got a lot of amazing key influences and things that we're going to be doing this year with that, really educating women too. Full disclosure on microblading, tattooing, threading, you know, what choices do they have? I'm very passionate about women having full disclosure when they're doing anything, when they're making any choice. Unless you have full disclosure, you can't make a powerful choice. So you're only limited by the knowledge that you have at hand. And uh, so True Brow for me, um, and I think that overlaps a little bit with the L. Wilson brand, is really about you know, really giving women full disclosure. As far as our Wilson, the brand is concerned, of course, the book's coming out, the power shift on April the 2nd. That's exciting, isn't it? And, yeah, and I think with that, um, well, for me, I'm going to have a membership program this year. I'm launching that where women will be able to read the power shift and then jump in. I'd love you to be part of that, actually. And just really working uh, together to change lives change the impact your children, demonstration, how do we demonstrate to our children how to live. It's almost like life school, you know, it's life curriculum. Nobody teaches us how to really live and deepen nurture, you know, build, sorry, deepen nurturing relationships. They don't teach us how to communicate a lot of the time, to reach other people, to meet other people, to solve problems. Um, and therefore women sort of because we're quite emotional we sort of step into that a little bit and then we instead of building relationships we damage them and and I think that that the the membership program that I'll be launching is exciting for me because it really is my heart's like that for me is that giving is really straight from my heart and I'm very very excited about that there will be other programs too so the branding program I'm really excited about that that's completed it just needs to be now really put into a crash course um, and just other other things that we have that we'll be sharing not only with the industry but with the businesses really um, across the board uh, yeah so that's really that's really us actually um, for this year we're so so busy we you know it's it's just incredible <laughs> and um, yeah but we have a great team so we're really really that's lucky. amazing yeah and I, I can see the confidence you have when you're in front of people and that authenticity is definitely shining through in everything that you're doing so being probably in your own business and getting to speak that way to your clients and now having the voice for the industry I just absolutely love what you're doing it's amazing really really good Thank you. so then Thank you so, um, much. so I want to ask you if there was any sort of hurdles that you had to overcome within your own um, salon business um, so that that can maybe help our listeners if they're ever coming up against mm. anything. 
Mm. You know, it's interesting because when you say uh, from the beauty salon perspective, I, my mind doesn't go directly to that because I'm so consumed by, you know, right now, Brow Service International, yeah. which is an international company. So I have to kind of like, I, did, I, I have some thoughts on that, but I will go back to in my beauty salon. I think, you know, one of the most powerful things, and it doesn't matter whether you have a, a business like Brow Service International, which of course is our beauty industry uh, brand, and True Brow, which is our consumer brand, it doesn't really matter, or Al Wilson, you know, my personal brand, it doesn't really matter what you're in. I think one of the most significant things for anyone to learn is focus. And one of the hurdles you have to overcome is, is really having, you know, entrepreneurial women have lots of great ideas. We have so many ideas, you know, I'm sure you have, you know, you could probably write down 10 new ideas every second, well, maybe not. <laughs> you know what I mean it's just one of those things where you just have all these ideas yeah. and uh, because we, we're we're entrepreneurial we can't help it and when someone wants to go into businesses all these like ideas that they have there's a very big difference between ideas and, and implementation so ideas versus implementation is a completely different ball game and I think that when we recognise that our ideas are great and we have a place where we put all of our ideas, we put them down because they could be of value in the future, whatever, we have to learn to prioritise. We have to learn focus. So one of the hurdles is too many ideas, mm-hmm. too many, you know, um, you know, looking for a new idea for marketing. How will I get a client? How would I do this? How, you know, and then we're on social media now. Huge. Yeah. You know, you're constantly distracted. So it's all these little shiny objects that keep taking your attention. Everyone wants your attention when you're in business. And even if you're not. So additionally, when you're in business, everyone seems to want your attention and they've always got something that is the next best thing. But the whole idea of a salon owner that is going to actually really succeed and build something that is grounded and founded in and something really strong is you have to understand your priorities. You have to have, you know, got to niche down everything in your business and focus on that and just keep going. You know, one of the things that we do, I think, and and one of the hurdles is that if something doesn't work, um, a lot of the time we don't even go in and have a look at why it didn't work. Sometimes it does work, but because we don't do our numbers, we think it hasn't worked. And I've experienced this through a lot of the webinars that we ran for the beauty industry at one point in Brassic Business International. We ran a lot of free webinars and we're adding, we're adding a lot of value to the industry for a lot of people. And we would have women that would come on and they would say, well, I ran this marketing campaign and, you know, I don't think it was okay. I, you know, I spent this amount of money, but I don't think it worked very well. I only got this many clients. And then Toby, who's my other better half, um, it would be was on that particular webinar and he ran through the numbers with this particular woman and it just blew her mind. It was mo- one of the most successful campaigns <laughs> and he just said to her, throw more money at it, you're doing really great. Mm-hmm. So if we don't, you know, if we, if we don't know our numbers, if we don't just stick to things and see them through and, and understand what it is that we, our goals, you know, it's, it's just so important. We can't have too many goals. You have to pick and prioritize your ideas, create your business model, what is it, and you need to just stick to it and focus and know your numbers so that if you do do a marketing campaign, you're not making, uh, you're not in fantasy land, you're not thinking that I didn't work when in fact it could have and you could have something really fantastic. You don't need a new idea, you've actually done something really great, keep going, keep going. 
and keep working that one marketing idea until it no longer is really working. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to ever know that unless you do the numbers. So I think that, you know, the, the biggest hurdle I would say is too many ideas not understanding whether something, not measuring things, you know, not doing, not measuring to see, you know, did this work, did it not, um, and stay focused, you know, prioritise your ideas. You can only really work, you can't multitask. Like people always talk about multitasking. Um, it's it's crazy-making, really. You can't multitask. You can only really work effectively on one thing at a time. So you've got to find that one thing that is going to bring in the most revenue into your business, It's going to get your business to grow the most, niche it down, and actually just keep moving forward, keep moving forward. And I think that if the salon owners actually really did that and didn't sort of go off here and there and they had that thing that was working, they would be much more peaceful and much more focused and uh, and have a lot less sort of overwhelm. Um, so I think that's one of one of the biggest things. And um, and then really niching down and finding what is your core value proposition that you're offering uh, your location, your, your prospects, the future prospects that are coming to you. What is that? Like niche that right down and and, and offer the market what they want and what is what's best for them. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and that's a continuous learning curve for all of us, you know, even at Brass Secrets International. That's, that's a, um, a learning curve. Another hurdle, I think, that is absolutely something that people... I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily call it a hurdle, but I think it's a step that people miss, and that is that really find, begin looking within yourself and find your burning desire. Yeah, amazing. You have to have that burning desire. Because, um, you know, you have to think to yourself, would I do this for free? You know, mm-hmm. what's, uh, in, you know, you really have to look at that. You have to be so inspired by what you're offering the marketplace that, um, you, you know, even though things are going to get tough, and I say are going to get tough because they do get tough. It's a fantasy to think that things that people are cruising in their businesses and they don't have really tough times and they don't have tough decisions that they have to make. That is absolutely a fallacy. Don't let that into your mind because it'll stop you. You know, you've got to be able to ha- be so inspired that you can just get be unstoppable, really, yeah. by your inspiration, by that burning desire, and that you know, then you can withstand the greatest pressures that seem to come from the outside, or even the own, your own mistakes that you're going to make. Because in business, you're going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. You have to be prepared to make mistakes. And, and I think you have to, Angela, have the honesty and the willingness to be to be flexible and to continue to develop. That's that's how we get through uh, the mistakes that we make. We, we have to be flexible and develop in new ways and never be defeated by mistakes that we make. You cannot learn unless you make mistakes sometimes, you know, and, and hopefully you don't have to make too many, but they're going to happen. That you've got to expect them and you've got to open to them and you'll be able to move past them and continue to grow. You're not going to fall into a heap. So when we can't be honest with ourselves in business or in life, we lean into sort of denial. And that's when we create real difficulty. Mm. That, that, that really doesn't exist. It inherently doesn't exist because if we move through that and we just open and accept that, okay, this is, you know, last year was this and, wow, I'm looking at it now and going, whoa, you know, I, I didn't do that. And, and then you can just start being like just normal and just moving through things in a really powerful way without all the that shouldn't have happened and all of the story and all of the emotion that is so easy to sort of get stuck in. I hope I've helped with that. Do you think yeah, I've helped? Yeah, that... absolutely, absolutely. So um, we spoke about focus and, um, yeah, definitely coming over that hurdle of the shiny object syndrome. I could 
probably put my hand up to having that happen to me on a daily basis. But, you know, being five years having my own beauty salon and now on this um, pathway to hopefully share my tools and resources to beauty industry experts, I would really love to know from from the beginning two most important tips that that can inspire the beauty boss listener to learn when they're starting out from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. I, I created a beauty business vision planner, so it was all about that creating their dream day and, yes, definitely um, having that burning desire at what they were doing and having this total passion in their hearts and then I think niching down into their point of difference as yes. well. But then what, what's next for our listeners? Well, I think that, you know, one of the things that I don't think everyone really understands not not everyone again I'm not general I don't want to generalize but a majority of business owners when they step in don't really understand is that they are from day one building a brand customers love brands customers build brands that make them huge in some cases they don't grow businesses that's not what a customer's looking for and especially nowadays you know where we are now looking um, at information overload I mean, you know, how often are you on your iPad or on your computer or on your phone, on Instagram, on Facebook? I mean, it's just this relentless information. We wake up in the morning, we've got all these new things people are offering us and so on. This is what's happening in the world. So I think unless um, when a beauty salon owner is stepping in or or they may be, you know, in five years in, um, and have to take a relook and do a little bit of a, um, a revamp, for example, on what, what's been going on in their business. One of the most powerful things, and I've actually put a program together for this, which I'm very excited about, I want to um, put it up as a, um, a branding crash course this year, is that you're building a brand. You're building a brand from day one. And that's what your customers are looking for. They're looking for a message. They're looking for something to believe in. They're looking for someone to trust and to be connected to a brand message. They don't necessarily want to be connected to you. You might be the brand message, and that's fine if that's the case. But if you're building a successful business Mm -hmm. that one day you might even want to sell, you want to build a brand that, for what is sellable, uh, you want to build a brand message. So message, you need to take a stance on everything. You can't be nowadays in the beauty industry, I believe, a generalist. You've got to really write down and decide your mm-hmm. values. You've got to decide, even before your vision, you have to decide what are my values. And you need to give them form in your business. They have to be a part of your brand message because you have to. Another thing that we have to really look at is team building. Team building is not for everyone, but if everyone wasn't, a lot of people weren't afraid, they probably would do it if they had the skills to do it. And that's another program I'm going to be putting out this year because it's so needed. And you've got to start from the core. You don't even start from mindset. You have to go even deeper than that to actually really learn how to build a powerful and successful team. And I think that when your team is connected to your brand message rather than to you, you have something so incredibly powerful to build on. It's amazing. So, you know, you don't really want your team uh, connected really to you. You want them to be inspired by the message because then even then you can, you know, they're building the, something they believe in. You don't want them, I mean, you want them to admire you and respect you as being a really great leader, but really what you want them to be connected to and to believe in is your message. So values, values, values. If you don't know what your values are, then 
everyone. Just go and write them down. And don't just think about them in your mind. Write them down. Write like a little essay about them and, and let them, you know, really embody them. I think it's really, really important and because it's your foundation. You know, people say vision is, but I would go a step further. You know, you've really got to understand your values and then you'll know who you want to work with. You'll know who you want to employ because if people don't have the same values as you, well, that's not going to work. You're going to have conflict uh, because you're conflicting from a perspective of values and that's where it all really begins. I hope that's been helpful. So Yeah, that's amazing. That's I think all the listeners can definitely get a lot from what you've just spoken about with the value side of things. I totally agree with you as well um, with those values being clear in our mind. It's so important um, really setting it as a benchmark in our everyday lives and in our businesses. And as you said, you know, that's going to help avoid conflict and those hurdles that we spoke about too. Definitely. That's good. I can't wait to hear more about all your courses and everything. I'll um, move on to ask you if there's three apps that you just cannot live without in your business at the moment, what would they be? Well, the first one for me... (laughs) Since we're connected to all our phones all the time. The first one for me would be Recolor. I love the Recolor app and because, you know, for me, relaxation is really important. I think really, and that's just a, it's a beautiful app where you can just sit down, relax and just colour. And, uh, and, and it might sound a little strange because it's not a business app and none of the ones actually that I put um, you know, in my mind that come up in my mind are business apps. And I think that um, because I think that there's so much more that we can do to develop and, and when we're rested and we're, we're quiet, we, we're inspired. And a lot of the time, because our lives, you were saying earlier, Angela, about wearing so many hats, I completely agree with you, women in general wear so many hats and we expect so much from ourselves and uh, sometimes to a point where it's just, it's not even possible, you know, we put so much pressure on ourselves. So finding apps for me that just really give me that time where it's my time to relax and be still and quiet and while I'm sitting there and I'm just doing a beautiful, like amazing, because it's really quite a powerful app, this app, it's incredible. You can just create the most amazing things. It really just inspires me and all of a sudden I find that as I'm relaxing and doing that, I'm coming up with these amazing uh, inspired ideas which I then go and put in that place where I write all my ideas down and then the, when the time comes I'll go through and I'll look at them and we prioritise if they're necessary or you know whenever they're going to come up. Another one is uh, Neuronation which I think is really really great. It's really great for just getting your mind, building your mind, making sure that you're always working at your, your brain and that you know that muscle um, so that you're just continually alert and alive rather than just sitting there and you know, watching a show or something like that, just actually doing something that is just exercising that brain of ours and uh, and increasing its potential. Another one I would say is Hello Mind. It's probably one of my very favourites. It's a very beautiful, um, a very beautiful app where you can actually just. Uh, Put, you know, put your earphones in and lie down and it, it, it relaxes you. You can deal uh, with stress. You can deal with anxiety. It has all these amazing, amazing, beautiful, beautiful sort of, um, uh, what do I call them? They're just like little sessions and they take you through and uh, it's just amazing. I mean, I mean, people should go and take a look at it because it's very difficult to explain it, but it's it really is fabulous. And to, you know, start your day doing that is just even for five minutes is a real reset. 
It, it actually it really is. It's a real reset to do it during the day. If your client doesn't come in and you can feel that you're you're getting stressed or one of your team members has done something that's upset you, like just go put it on and sit down and just go go back to that stillness, go back to that quiet, because that's where you're going to find that you're going to be your most empowered rather than focusing on the outside and micromanaging and getting all upset and emotional. It doesn't help you to get to clarity. And as business entrepreneurs, uh, brand builders, we have to always get back to clarity. It doesn't matter what that, how we do that, we've got to have our, our steps, you know, we've got to have our little um, things that we put in our tools so that we can get back to clarity all the time because that's where we're going to be empowered. It's just so important. I mean, we're, that's how we're going to grow, you know, our businesses, yeah. So those yep. three, there you are. That's great. Thank you. That's um, awesome. I'll put the, I'll find them and I'll put the links in the show notes to the app so that everyone can right. have a look. Fantastic. Um, so you use one of them for the morning. I'd love, I'm actually obsessed with hearing about people's specific routines, morning or evening. I've got a nice bedtime routine that I have. Um, but is there anything that you do to set your day up for success? I think that for me, I, I'm always looking at um, where my heart is. And that might sound a little weird, you know, for some people. But if your heart isn't open, then your mind can't be healthy. You know, you can't have healthy thoughts if your heart is closed. So, you know, for me, if I wake up in the morning and my mind is really busy and I'm, I, it's sort of I've got a lot going on and I'm feeling like I'm a little closed in my heart, like I just let those thoughts just keep moving. I don't touch them. I don't follow them. I don't give them any um, of my power at all. I don't value them. And so in that, I just gently keep relaxing and relaxing. And if you don't value thinking, especially thinking that's negative or it's disempowering, Mm -hmm. um, it just goes away. Can't stick around if you don't need it and you don't value it. So one of the things that I do, and uh, and then of course you know naturally your heart will just open because you'll go quiet and you'll go still, and all of a sudden everything just stops, and then you have choice again. So um, another thing that I do, and I you know it's very very important to me, is to eat really well. I'm an yep. avid learner when it comes to researching foods and what foods are good for you and we have like Toby and I both very very into believing that food really is health and um, there are a couple of uh, books that I uh, and researchers one of them we know really quite well as a friend of ours is amazing amazing human being an amazing researcher amazing, amazing doctor and uh, his his book, which just changed my life, really, and I, I, I went into his lifestyle, eating lifestyle, and I don't call it a diet because I just don't think that it's a diet because diets refer to missing out on things, and, uh, and I don't think it's about that. It's about shifting your perspective around food. And then recently we had another one um, that's just come out, which I absolutely love, and I've been doing that. And these are anti-aging diets. You know, people say to me, oh, you know, you're looking great, Al. You know, food is it's so, so huge a part, a part of that. You know, I'm not a big believer in um, Botox and in uh, fillers and things like that. It's just not the way that I move. It's not what I, you know, I'm always very much into what is health giving for my body and my mind. And, and uh, I don't want to go up against 
life and what's going on in life. Life, we're going to get older, we are going to change. I know that's a bit weird for the beauty industry, but back in my day, that's, that wasn't available. Beauty meant something completely different. Um, we have moved forward a little bit, and um, I've probably stayed back a little bit in that area, but I really love it. I love eating well. I love taking care of myself. I think a great yeah. sleep is very, very important. So, you know, again, if our heart is closed, we're not going to sleep well because our mind is going to be busy, we're going to be stressed, um, and then we're going to be really troubled, you know, like, and our sleep will be affected, and then, you know, it just it doesn't work. Like, for me, a great sleep means rising early. I love sleeping well and getting up really early. Mm-hmm. That's how the power shift was written, actually, Angela, at 5 a.m. in the morning, because by 9 a.m. I was ready to work in Brow Secrets International True Brow. So, you know, it wasn't like I took um, a sabbatical to go and write the power shift. Like, it was written at 5 o'clock in the morning and just continually getting up and just loving that I got to do that. So um, I, those, those three things I think are really, really, really important. And taking responsibility for, you know, how we eat, how we think, um, you know, how we want our life to go. If we're going to shut our hearts down, well, then we're, gonna, we're limiting ourselves. We're going into our small-mindedness mm-hmm. and wow. we're, we're seeing ourselves as not being enough and not being able to uh, withstand you know, what life is bringing up for us. And, uh, and I think all those things are really important. Yes, I'm totally with you on so that. there you are. That's amazing. Thank you. That's great. Really good. So, so, so interesting. And I, I went to a sleep seminar the other week and this sleepologist, she was sharing so much insights into the quality of our sleep and how it can affect our weight and our skin and our mood. And oh, I was just so fascinated by it. So I'm going to probably bring her into the group as well, just because I think we're, we're so busy in our minds. And as I say, again, we're working in and on and it just never stops. So the, um, the, the quality of our sleep should be a, definitely made a priority. Well, yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, we have all day to prepare for a great sleep. Like everything we choose throughout the day will have an impact on our, on our sleep. Even when it comes to women with hormones and all of those things that are happening, you know, the way we eat is directly connected with how our hormones behave. The way we think is directly connected to the way our hormones behave. And these are things that women need to know. Like, we actually used to run a program uh, years ago just on that, on eating and on this particular um, one of the books that I shared with you before. Yes. And we ran this program for clients. We ran it for... um, other women that wanted to just come in and learn on how to actually eat so that they could, you know, really uh, sustain themselves um, in a healthy way. So it's just incredible. So to have a great sleep for me, I think, you know, you've got all day to prepare for that. And what you do, as I said, will mm-hmm. have a direct impact on what happens when you lay down on your pillow and close your eyes. It's just you know, that's the reality of it. And, um, yeah. Sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. Um, well, yeah, we've sort of gone through that. So where can everyone find you? I know that you've got a few closed groups in, um, on Facebook and you've got a website up, which is amazing. And then, um, you can tell us a little bit about the power shift, uh, launch as well. Yes, so people can, I've actually started a new page recently, the L. Wilson page for the power shift. And uh, so people can always go there and find me. It's just Al Wilson Page. 
Um, and, you know, I'd love to have have them come across and uh, just connect. We will be doing a morning minute every morning, actually. So hopefully you'll throw that into your morning routine, Angela. That would be cool. And uh, just where we've got, you know, that, that 60 seconds to to actually just uh, choose again if we need to in the morning to reset and to really powerfully actually create our day. I think that that is absolutely essential um, because it's the beginning. So um, they can find us there. Of course, we've got all of our Instagram and all of our Brass Hips International True Brow um, social media platforms. We also have Beauty and Business, which is our closed group. We are building that group a lot this year so that we can have, um, we're building, bringing on a lot of experts. I really love that whole idea of bringing in experts. I think it's a very powerful idea and, and, and movement because we don't know everything. You know, I don't know anything or everything about lashes. I don't know things about um, permanent makeup. I might not know about sugaring. I mean, our industry has got so, so diverse and has so many different uh, parts to it that we need to bring people in, whether they're, you know, people that um, can help us with finding team members, whether it's people that, you know... Um, uh, are business-minded or they're Facebook experts. It doesn't really matter what it is, but, you know, I think that beauty and business for us this year is really going to be about just continually building that out and being of value. You know, if if being of value is at the forefront of our minds um, when we're working every day, we're always going to be doing good things. And, uh, and at the end of the day, we're going to feel like we've really, you know, had an impact uh, on the world, on our world in some small, some small way. Yes. And I think it's awesome, Elle, that both of us think it's a great idea to bring experts onto our platforms. I 100% agree with you that we don't know everything. You know what? Um, from my own personal experience, finding people like yourself so I can be better in browse at my business or sourcing the caftan company to give my clients amazing after tanning apparel. It all takes so much time to research who and what's out there. So sharing these experts with our listeners and audience is incredibly valuable because it will be able to save busy business owners so much time when finding the right people to partner with. Yeah, and I think for me what's really, really important is that we, um, we do our research before we bring in experts. For me, I'm very, very, very fussy. The industry probably already knows that. I'm very particular. And because the way that a person's character is, what their values are, does really matter to me, where their heart is at. And, um, and for me, they're the people that I'm drawn to. They're the people that I think, you know what, you have something of value uh, to add and, uh, and so on and so on. And I think that, you know, in having, mm-hmm. having said that, you know, I'm always looking for these uh, amazing women they're out there our industry has so many sensational human beings you know women just live for you know their heart and they, they they've got integrity authenticity I love it and you know when I see someone like that and and you know for me you really you really came across like that to me because I don't say yes to all interviews I don't just step in and go oh, yes 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 um, but I really just loved you in a way I kind of really felt I had a resonance with you and I thought you know what I really like this lady and um yes yeah I'm I'm gonna do this but it's but it's true and I really I really did did get that sense and I am particular and I think we should all be particular 
I think we yeah. should rise above. I've heard you say that before. Yeah. I was very honoured, very honoured. Thank you so much. I very much appreciate you, um, yeah, putting your faith into, yeah, sharing your story with my audience as well. You're I'm just beginning out. So it's um, great to have someone believe in you, absolutely. I'm looking forward <laughs> to what it is that you're going to create. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be wonderful. Yes, very exciting. So I will make sure that all of your links and social handles are put in the show notes as well. And I know that we're probably going to be doing a lot more work together um, for each other too. So I hope that the audience definitely um, can follow everything that you're doing and um, and be shared with the L. Wilson love. <laughs> oh, that's really beautiful. Thank you so much. And I think we're going to give some... Um, giveaways? Did we, yes. did we sort of speak about that? Yes. I want to finish off with some rapid questions for you. Oh, And then okay. we'll give the All listeners right. some prizes. Okay. So okay, let's go then. I would love for you to share what is the best book you've ever read? I would have to say A Course in Miracles. Oh, okay. Who's that by? Well, that was actually um, by uh, a woman in America. Um, her name was Helen uh, Shukman, and it's it's really very beautiful. I, I wouldn't recommend it to everyone. It's a very deep, deep, deep book, mm-hmm. but uh, it's it's absolutely stunning. And I think if there was you know, a book that I would um, take with me, put it under my you know, my arm and walk around with it, it probably would be that. You've, you've it's definitely got to have the hard copy of that one. Yeah, it's very Oh, beautiful. that's good. So, and who is someone that would love you'd love to meet in person? I think Byron Katie. I think I she uh, she's a, um, a woman that actually had an awakening and she put together what she calls the work and uh, I really, uh, she impacted my life somewhat a few years back and it was really really uh, yeah it, it's just I, I would love to meet her I'd love to just connect with her and sit and have a chat and I'm sure in the future that will that will become a reality mm. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that but um yeah so oh. she would be someone I'd love to meet okay great and what's one thing you have procrastinated about this week we all do it. <laughs> mm, calling I Primus, actually, and um, having a talk with them, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's in the, the bottom box. Can't, can't deal really, with that today. It really has been sitting there for quite some time, and it's like, oh, maybe tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow. But yes, yes, I promise. There you are. Uh, yeah, see, we've all got to do our own little jobs that we're not so much passionate about. <laughs> That's right. That's and right. Um, what is something you would jump at if you knew you wouldn't fail? I think even as a little girl, one of the things that I always really wanted to do is 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 end poverty. That's one of my... I, I can't understand... Well, I, I understand from one perspective why it exists because of the way the world, um, you know, really the mindset of the world. But I... I think I would I would do everything within my power to end it if, uh, yeah, I, 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 that's something really like to me, even the thought that there are children in, in Africa or people in Australia or in the US and other countries around the world that don't have food, I kind of, I just can't even, when it lands in me, in my mind, it's kind of like, it's just crazy, you know. So yeah. I, I think that that would, that would be something that I would really feel 
you know, have a really burning desire to, to look at. And, um, mm. Mm. I can sense an L. Wilson charity coming wow. up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I felt that the money would land somewhere, that would make a real difference. Yeah. So I, I really mm. would I'd be on, on, on that, definitely, yeah. That's beautiful. Um, and this is a bit of a fun question. Okay. If you were stranded on a deserted island, there's no Wi-Fi, what's one thing you wish that you'd had with you? Well, could I take my husband? Is that allowed? <laughs> you can take him. I think he's a keeper from the chat we had earlier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think. I think I'd take, I'd take him. Yeah, definitely. I'd take him, and then I'd smuggle my son in the suitcase. As oh well. yes, of course. Oh, you only said like one thing though, right? If you said more, did you I say know. one? If you said more, I'd, I'd yes. just take all the kids too. That's right. I know it was so hard to choose. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. So yes, we do have some special giveaways for the show because you've got your incredible book launch called The Power Shift. Is that coming out on April second? That's correct. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. So, but we can all. I've already pre-ordered my book, so I'm very. Oh. And so everyone can pre-order now. We'll also leave that link um, for everyone to go to, but there'll be a couple of lucky listeners getting a chance to win their own copy. That's fantastic. That's wonderful. That's good. So I think um, I'll, I'll put a few details together in the close and um, yeah, Make sure everybody goes and follows everything L Wilson, Brow, Secrets International, and Beauty and Business with L, awesome. and um, and then leave a comment in the the notes of the podcast. That would be fantastic. So just with their their biggest takeaway from what L has shared today, that would be amazing. Just to to hear what the listeners have gotten from the interview, because at the end of the day, this podcast is more about your journey and how you've become a beauty boss but I really want the listeners to take away inspiration so that they can believe that they can set their minds to anything and achieve it if they believe it. Yeah I I, I think that's really beautiful and I think also what's really lovely is just that like, like really for them to just for everyone that's listening it's just like it's one step at a time and one action at a time that's coming from something really grounded and uh, really clear, you just can't go wrong. And, 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 you know, we have to be happy with the little things that we do so that we can then, you know, actually step into the bigger things. You know, it's, it's, it's really, really important. Yep. That's great. Oh, thank you so much, Elle, from the bottom of my heart for giving me the time that you have for the show. I know that you're a very busy woman, so I really appreciate your time. Thank you, Angela. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much. It's been beautiful being here with you, and I'm really looking forward to the things that you're going to be doing in the future, and I'm looking forward to being a part of them too. So I'm very excited yep. about it all. Thanks, Angela. Oh, Thanks, Elle. Have a great day. Take care now. Bye now. Bye-bye.